For a time, we tried to contact him by radio, but no response. Wrestling fans, and welcome to the first live edition of the Dumb Marks podcast. Steve, this Sunday is War Games. <laughs> yeah, buddy. How do you feel going to War Games this week? It is the NXT's third edition, I believe, third edition of the classic pay per view. Fourth. Yeah. Oh, well, they, uh, hence why we are Dumb Marks. Um, <laughs> fourth edition of the classic. Old school war games pay per view. Uh, this one's a little, I'm not as excited for this one as I have been for ones in the past. I agree. I, and I, I was thinking about this earlier. I'm not sure if it's because we just had Halloween Havoc at the end of October and it's um, just a little over a month later for another like big NXT event. Um, or maybe it's the matches. I mean, we had talked about this in, on the show a few times that, you know, there's no, well, not a lot of title matches this on this takeover. It's more set up just for the War Games matches only. Yeah, I feel, you know, the, the men's War Games match, which we'll get into when we break down um, the card and give the predictions, that, that feels like a true War Games match as far yeah. as feud and build and, and, worthiness to be inside of the war games cage um the women's and eh, we'll get there <laughs> and talk about <laughs> it but um yeah i mean the rest of the pay-per-view when you're looking at it then eh, not a whole lot to get excited about i agree it kind of feels like uh other than the war games matches it kind of feels like the matches would be on a weekly episode of nxt more than a takeover about Absolutely, absolutely. So before we jump in and break down the card, um, anything that you want to talk about the go-home show for NXT last night that aired? Anything that you feel they did a good job getting you sucked into wanting to watch the pay-per-view? The only thing that I felt like really kind of made me more excited was the uh, women's ladder match, you know, for the advantage. Um, You know, I thought both ladder matches were decent. Nothing that I'd really like hype up as the men's or the women's last week or this week. Either one I didn't feel like was, you know, worthy of ever talking about it in the history of ladder matches, but they at least did the job, you know, to get you some a little bit excited for the match. Yeah, but they were both booked the same finish wise. Yeah. You had interference, you had run ins. Um that's how the advantages were won. There, there. I have the the tweet saved. I, I can't pull it up right now. Um, but this is something I wanted to bring up for the pod on Saturday. But WWE this year in 2020 with the men's and women's war games ladder match qualifiers, I believe they've had 14 total ladder matches this year. Oh wow! So ladder matches. You know that that runs into the you know your. You're watering down the gimmick stipulation just for gimmick stipulation's sake. Yeah, it's not, it's not special anymore. 
Um, and I'm the only one trying to run through here, other than the the, the Money in the Bank match. I, I can't even sit there and tell you what some of the other ones were. Yeah, I I got the t- I'll, I'll make sure I'll I'll pull the tweet up um, and talk about it on Saturday. I didn't want to bring it up now, um, you know, because it's not the main focus of this show. But yeah. it was just interesting to see that you know with those two matches being the way the qualifying went, you know, again, fourteen ladder matches in one year, and then you're going to get another one or two because TLC is coming up on the main roster. So thinking the same thing. Bigger, bigger issues that we can delve deeper into on the on the regular pod. So, um, yeah, I mean, for a go home show, it had its ups and downs and it hits and misses for me. Um, You know, the triple threat um, North American title, you had the Archer and and Ruff team up, um, or Damian Priest, I'm sorry, and and Leon Ruff team up. Gargano on commentary, uh, you know, it just, I don't know, something just seemed off. And I think, um, I think the tribute to Pat Patterson that they played in the beginning of the show, um, at least for me, it was done really well. Probably yeah. one of the best tributes that they've done for a wrestler, entertainer, person I, you know, part of the WWE family that has passed away. One of the best ones that they have done. It was uh, different, and that's what I liked about it. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, that, it, that took me a while to get over and get into the feel and groove of the show. Okay. Um, so that could have played a part with the beginning of, of NXT last night, but not, not too bad. Yeah. It kind of felt like it was, you know, NXT has a different, feel to it than what the main roster is. And I kind of felt like last night's episode reminded me a lot of what a typical go-home show is for Raw and SmackDown. You know, like the, the, the night kicked off with that match, like that you were talking about with the North American Championship focus. Um, like that type of tag match is what you see on Raw and SmackDown. It's like, okay, let's throw the competitors in a match and tag match and you know, let, let them hype it up. You know, like, yeah, the... Um... The video package for Undisputed Era, I didn't like. I didn't think it did anything for me. Right. Um, you know, I I was much more impressed with McAfee and them in the ring and letting him go on a stick to hype up the match. Um, I thought he did a hell of a job hammering home points, you know, building the Undisputed Era up at the same time tearing them down, which a good person does on, on the microphone because mm-hmm. if you lose two of them, then, you know, uh, you lost. But – you don't ever just want to completely bury somebody because then if you do lose, it's like, well, how'd you lose to them? You, you just buried them on the microphone for the last, you know, month or whatever. And, and then they walk away with the win. So what's that say about you? Yeah. But it's a yeah. part. you liked what Pat McAfee did on the mic. Hey, <laughs> hashtag put the strap on Mac. I've, I've been saying it. Yes, you Every have. day. They still have no update on Balor. No. Um, you know, like you said, EO is involved in the women's match, so no women's title match. Um, no tag team title match because Learned they're involved in the in the men's. So literally the only title is the North American. No. You know. 
we'll get it to is. that when we get to that. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. So, all right, let's dive right in uh, into the card. Uh, the first match we're going to talk about is Thatcher versus Ciampa. Um, you know, we we talked about this on the podcast, you know, what we think of Thatcher segments weekly. Um, I think Ciampa's hitting on all cylinders right now, but how do you feel about this match going in? I want to see Ciampa beat the shit out of Thatcher. The, I don't... And maybe it's the way they're presenting Thatcher because I didn't, I wasn't really familiar with him um, previously to him showing up in NXT. So I don't, I don't know a lot about his background, where he wrestled at, where he came from. I know whenever he did sign, you know, a lot of the talent were super excited about him coming in mm-hmm. and wanting to work with him. So, you know, I, I just don't like, I just don't like the Thatcher Statch can presentation what they're going for with it I, it just does nothing for me and i don't think it will like i'm okay. glad to see the promos that chamba has cut recently this is a good way for this version of his character to get started um the way they ended things in the ring last night leaves some doubt as to whether or not champa is actually going to be able to beat Thatcher. Don't know if, you know, if his neck's injured or not. Um, he choked him out rather quickly. So we'll, we'll see how it breaks down on Sunday. Um, but I, I'm, I'm hoping Champa just goes in there and lays the wood to him. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, Thatcher is definitely doing a good job of the heel of making people hate him. Um, and Ciampa's just be, been great on his backstage promos and everything, and we're kind of feeling like we're getting a Ciampa, you know, whenever he was in love with Goldie a few years ago. Um, so whether this leads to a potential, um, you know, match down with, with Baylor at some point, or, you know, if he's just going to be working his way back up to the title, who knows? But um, I, I see Ciampa going over in this match this, on Sunday night. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ciampa myself. Um you know, considering what the he wasn't on the last takeover, was he? I don't believe so. And he got destroyed by Cross at in your house. Yeah. So um you know, I don't maybe you would give Thatcher the rub. Um, but I think with your your main event tier being so injured and banged up as it is that you would want to elevate Champa up to that level as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And this is just a way to kickstart it with a win over Thatcher and have him work his way back up to being the top of the division. Yeah, I hope so. All right. You got next? Uh, we'll go into the strap match. Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Browns. Going to the moon. <laughs> um, this, these, I'm tired of these two. I really am. Um, I, I was over them a while ago, but you know, at Halloween Havoc, I actually fell asleep during their segments. With <laughs> them that night, but like whenever it got to like that last one, where I think they were like in the in the house or something. No, no, the last one was them back in the in the ring. Uh, whenever they were in the house, yeah, I end up uh, falling asleep on that. Yeah, I I tweeted out last night um, along with the show that, you know, to me, this is like a a main roster feud where it should have ended 
at Halloween Havoc with the, you know, Haunted House, House of Terror, whatever they called that match. Um, you know, they it's gone on too long. It, it really has. There's no need for this strap match, in my opinion. They completely, I completely hated the blindfold match that they did a couple weeks ago. Um, it turned into a comedy segment. They didn't even, it wasn't even blindfolds. It was pillowcases that they put over top of them. Yeah. And, and, you know, they took them off and fought around outside the ring and ran off and didn't even have a finish to it. So it, they both need to move on and do something else. I'm curious to see what they do with Loomis going forward. Um, Grimes, he's going to be – you're you either gonna hate Grimes or you're gonna love Grimes. There's no in between with him. So, if those of you that love him are gonna love him and stick by him, those of them, you know, those of you that hate him, are like, dude, get off my TV screen. I don't want to see you anymore. And maybe that's that's him being good at his character and what he does because he is so over the top. Um, I get a chuckle out of him. I, I laugh, you know, but. I don't know where he goes from here either. Um, to me, he's in that North American potential title level of a star. I don't see him going much higher than that on the card. Yeah. Um, and something that just kind of popped in my head, you know, cause I, I'm not sure where either one of these guys goes after this either. Do they become a tag team? Like one of those, you know, uh, you know, no, that, that, aren't, that, no, that aren't anything no, that, they just throw them together and no, then you might as well just call it Wednesday night NXT because it's Friday night SmackDown and Monday night Raw. Like, yeah, there's there's been too much, in my opinion, there's been too much of a main roster booking feel to NXT. I have, I, I, I used to watch Cameron Grimes whenever he was on TNA, wasn't a big fan of him there. Um, I forget what his name was down there, but. Um, you know, didn't do anything for me there. And Dexter Loomis didn't do anything for me in TNA either. So it's like the two of them now doing on NXT, it's just like it, it still does not. I, I think Loomis had more potential in TNA as the, the Sam Shaw character. Um, but he was injured a lot. So it was like start stop with him with stuff. Um, and he was there during that, during a bad time. Like, that's true. You know what I mean? I don't. You know, if you throw him in TNA now, who knows where that Sam Shaw character would go? I like the way WWE and NXT has presented him to this point. I want to see what else he has because he just can't simply be the the ice cold stare that doesn't blink, that doesn't ever talk, um, stalker character. Like you, you got to give me something else besides just that. He's very good at it. But, but one-dimensional. Yeah, you got it. I need layers. You know, yeah, I agree. I'm, not, I'm the, you know, I'm a fat kid. I'm not looking at a one-layer cake. Give me three, four, five. Layer <laughs> that up. Right. I think I have uh, Dexter Loomis. I think out of the two, he's the stronger competitor, and I, I have him win this match. Who went over at Halloween Havoc? He did. I don't see how Grimes could possibly win this strap match. I don't. But I'm going to go out on a limb. I'll say Grimes. All right. 
um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'll save uh, something for the for the next match. But you know, I I don't see Grimes just pulling out a win here. You know, I, that that's just not really his character. Um, so okay, uh, good segue into the next match: the NXT North American Championship. The current champion, surprise, surprise, Leon Ruff versus Johnny Gargano versus Damian Priest. You got um, his name wrong. It's Leon One Two Three Kid Ruff. <laughs> For sure. I mean, that's exactly what he is. Yeah. Um, how great was Gargano on commentary last night? Gargano was very good on commentary. You know, he said, "I su- I I I laughed so hard." What he What he say to him? He said. Why are you looking at me? Stop looking at me. Do your job. Go buy another mess shirt. And I <laughs> lost it when he said that. Like, you know, the whole ghost face stuff, I don't really get. Like, I, it doesn't make any sense right now. I hope like, that wraps up. It, made, it was okay for Halloween Havoc, but not in December. No. And then there was – so there was one, and then there was two behind Gargano when Priest was mm-hmm. looking over the apron, like – are we going to get to war games and, you know, there's going to be, you know, 700 ghost face that pop up on the, on the led screens for the, the people there in the capital, you know, the Thunderdome style cameras, or are they going to just going to have ghost face plastered on all those? And like, that's how Gargano wins the title back off of priest. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, Uh, I, I keep going back and forth on who is going to win this match. Um, you know, is Damian Priest isn't worth a, being a two-time champ, in my opinion. I He's another one I didn't like in Ring of Honor, and I haven't liked him in NXT so far. Um, I like Johnny Gargano. I have no problem. If they would put the title back on him, I have no issue with that whatsoever. But are you really going to make him a three-time uh, North American champion? Because they usually, in NXT, they don't really do a whole lot of, you know, multiple-time champions. And but then there's also Leon Ruff, and he's he's been sneaky with his wins. And you know, is he going to be able to sneak another one out? Or you know, that um that character has a shelf life. Oh, absolutely! I thought it was one night. So I mean, <laughs> I don't I don't know how much longer it can go. Um, I like him. I, I like what he does in the ring. I, you know, I I've liked what he's done so far. He definitely fits that underdog roll to a T. Um I think this match will be I th- I think it'll come off better than what people may be giving it going in. I think I think they'll they'll put a, on a better match than what people expect. I'm sure as far yeah. as There's talent in that right note for no doubt. Yeah as far as who's gonna win though I this one I really have no idea how they're gonna go with it. Like like you said that you know does it bounce back to Gargano after he just won it and then lost it right away? But he's had that Sasha, you know, curse where he mm. wins the title and he loses it the next match. So there's really no point to put it back on him. Um, if Ruff wins, who challenges him next? I was thinking about that too because you. it seems like does this feud end tomorrow night with with everybody involved now, three people involved in this match, does it end no matter who wins? 
or does Gargano Priest still continue on? Or do we does Leon Ruff win, and then we get a new like you said, like is there another contender that comes forward? Um, and then I who think, would that be? Because I don't think there's anybody that's. It would end up probably being on a NXT a Wednesday night. You know, we'd get another another championship win. Um, but who would be that? I honestly have Leon Ruff winning this match tomorrow night. This I was going to say it out. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I'm going to have I'm going to have Ruff win, and then Gargano and Priest carry on their thing for for at least a little bit longer. Um, okay. Just just with the setup that they were doing last night, um, with with how they were booking the whole ghost face thing, and whether or not they turn that into something, who knows? But to me, it just seems like somehow, some way, Leon Ruff is going to get a win out of this, and Priest and Gargano will will go on for a little bit longer. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping tomorrow ends the ghost face. I hope we find out whoever it is, and that ends it, and then we can move on starting this upcoming Wednesday. Hey, uh, dumb Mark, it's Sunday, not tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. (laughs) All the days run together anymore. What can I say? (laughs) I was just going to let it ride and just let you continue on with it. But I was like, "Uh, maybe I'll call him out once. (laughs) Call me out. I don't care. (laughs) It won't be the first time or the last time that you do that. So I'm sure I'll do it at some point, too. Because the, the name of the podcast says it all, like you said, dumb marks. Yeah. So, all right. Moving on to the first War Games match out of the night, we'll go with the women's team Shotzi versus team Candace. Um, it took us up to last night to get all members of team Shotzi identified, but uh, we finally have a four on four team. Um, we're looking at uh, Captain, of course, Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and uh, the NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm. Yeah, they swerved us by moving Storm over to the heel side it, uh, two weeks ago. So, you know, I I thought watching it and going into it last night that EO would ultimately become the fourth member on the team. Um, she did get laid out the previous week by Candice and them two have history going back over the course of this year. So that would only make sense that you would put her in, uh, especially because there was no clear cut challenger for her title. She just beat Rhea. Mm-hmm. They just had their match. You know, you're not going to, put a few together in two weeks um, or three weeks for, for a title match. So adding her makes all the sense in the world here. Um, I'm interested to see how they do this. Honestly, um, you know, here's women's match was so good. That's what I mean. That that's a really, that's a really tall order to live up to that. Yeah. I mean, you have some match for sure. I am deathly afraid that Shotzi is going to legitimately hurt herself in this match. <laughs> your, your weekly reminder that Shotzi's going to kill herself in the ring one day. <laughs> I, I tweeted at her again this week. I said, Shotzi, please stay away from the top of the War Games cage. She just she gets in there and her adrenaline goes so high and she just. She takes nasty bump after nasty bump after nasty bump, and one of these times it's gonna it's gonna really injure her. And I don't want it to be off a twenty foot cage. 
So what do you think they're going to use? Like last night, Rhea and um, Ember gave Shotzi uh, a new engine. Do you think that's going to they're going to bring out the old DX tank, or do you think that's going to be something to use in the match? I don't know. I hope neither. <laughs> I'm thinking the DX tank. I mean, they're really going with the tank for the marketing on this event. So. <laughs> I'll be interested to see the order in which each woman enters the match because then I think that'll kind of that'll kind of tell you how it's going to go. Um, I think I think Raquel will probably be the last woman in from okay. from Candice's team. Um, the the baby faces. I, I mean. EO, EO did some crazy stuff in the cage last year. Um, you know, Ember, I'm worried about Ember, too, because you're coming off of an Achilles injury. I don't think you need to be doing things off the top rope and off the cage as well. So no. This is an aggressive match for coming off an injury. Yeah, this, this one's, you know, it's like, you know, me being – I, I have the same fear for, for her and, and Shotzi that I did with Champa in the men's, you know, after coming back from neck surgery. Like, yeah. this is one of those matches where, you know, I mean, you're an inch away from, from getting seriously hurt in a regular match, but War Games just ups the ante. So, mm-hmm. I'm you know, I'm hoping they can pull off it. I, I don't know if it'll be as good. Um, I think the storyline was better last year between the between the two women's teams. I agree. Um, you know, there's we we talked about this this past week on on the podcast that there's not a lot. There's enough to connect, but there's not a lot of story development in this in this match. I mean, um, you started you started this whole war games match over the 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 smashing of a tank. Yeah. To me, that's that's not. This is this is going back to what I say all the time. It's we have a, a gimmick pay-per-view, so we need to fit the gimmick match into the gimmick pay-per-view instead of having the feuds build to the match itself. Mm-hmm. Saw that with Hell in a Cell. You'll see that with TLC w- women's match in war games this year is no different. It it was force fed into a war games match. There was no, there's no real reason why these four women should be in a war games match. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot like the main roster whenever it's, it's to fit a gimmick pay-per-view. That's it. And, um, I'm actually going to go, I think between the two teams, the team Shotzi is the stronger of the two. Um, I'd, oh, absolutely. I'd be, you have Rhea, Io, and Ember. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, you do have Raquel and you have uh, Tony and Candace on Team Candace, but I, I think Rhea, Ember, and Io are, are really going to do some, some do some damage in this match and walk away victorious. Yeah, I, I'll go with Team Shotzi for the win as well. Um, I do think, it, like, the women, you know, I think they stole the show last year with it. I'll be interested to see if they can do it again. But man, I just I'm you know I'm gonna. It's one of those matches where any anytime Shotzi gets involved, I'm just gonna you know, <laughs> and, and pray <laughs> that something doesn't happen to her. Right. 
All right, let's head into the men's. I'm sure this is the match you're looking forward to of the night. Uh, another War Games match of the Undisputed Era versus the Kings of NXT. Um, quote unquote, the Kings of NXT. The greatest four individuals that have ever been put together in the professional wrestling business. And that comes the, from the 412's own Pat McAfee. Hey, no. You want to talk about an, an automatic heat-seeking missile magnet? People were so mad at him last night. So <laughs> mad at him last night. I forget who it was. Somebody tweeted out, you know, what'd you think of McAfee's promo or something? And I, you know, I responded back and I said, uh, he does what he does on the mic. He gets in there, he stirs the pot, he talks shit, he gets the internet wrestling community in a buzz, and he does his job. And that's literally what he does. People absolutely hate him. Hate him to a T. It's hard to be it's hard. I mean, think about it. Like, how many people in professional wrestling nowadays is there like a true collective hate for character wise not many not not many not many i can even 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 mjf has lost some of that yeah probably the only real one that i could compare him to would be mjf um that's good he hasn't lost i mean he hasn't lost it at all like he just each week he he pokes and he tweaks and he digs a little deeper, you know. I mean, some of the some of the one lines last night he put out there were great. I mean, it's just we're great. You suck. Have a good day. Like, you know, you'll you know all you all you stooges watching your show from your mother's basement. Like, <laughs> oh, it's just so good, so good. You know, he he really has something here. With the, with Pete Dunn, Danny Burch, and Tony Larkin, it's a Pete, Pete Dunn went a little crazy with the spray tan last night. <laughs> a little crazy. Hopefully, it'll fade out by Sunday, which maybe it, that was his goal. But last night, he came off a little, little too, little too orangey. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that even if because we don't know how long Pat McAfee is going to be around, and I think even if you know, he goes away and the three of those guys would go off on their own. I think they could last for a while. I think, you know, they have, they're going to have some chemistry. They're all, they're all three of them are hard hitters. You know, they're that, a technical wrestling type. Um, I, I really like what they have and really Pat McAfee works with them just to, to be their mouthpiece, but he impressed so many people in his match with Adam Cole that it makes sense to put him in this match. Cause you know, there's going to be a spot with him on from the top of the cage. I hope not. I hope not. Um, you know, can just go for it. He said on his show today, um, you know, that him and his team, they had a little had a little practice session in the morning, got a good sweat, instant chemistry between the four of them in the ring, devising the game plan on how they're going to attack and take out the Undisputed Era. Um, I think it's going to – I'm I'm hoping that it lives up to what the build has been so far. They've done a good job of it. Um, would have been interested to see how it would have been differently if, you know, Ridge Holland doesn't get hurt. 
Mm-hmm. Does it still build to a war games match? And if so, who would have been the the four individuals that you know? Who would have been the other two if it would have been Pat and Ridge? Like, would you have gotten Pete Dunn with them? You know, maybe you get Oni and, and Danny, but maybe not. Maybe it was two other people. So, like, I think the four of them they they do work well together. It, it it's growing, you know. It, it, it's growing on me each and every week. The more I see them as a group come out, so um, yeah, I think it. You know, they did their job. They got us to this point. It's been a it's been a great build. Storyline wise, has been fantastic. Video package for the undisputed let me down last night, but McAfee picked up the slack like I knew he would once they gave him a seven minute promo segment. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think it, we'll see if tomorrow night's the payoff for this feud or if it's just, you know, one, one battle in the whole entire war. Um, so where's, where's, where's the swerve? Where's the swerve? Um, I thought I, you know, they, they, they swerved early with the women. They had Tony flip before, right? Where's, where, do we see, do we see any type of swerve? I mean, any type of swerve. I don't predict one, but it's possible. I mean, I think this is strictly the match is going to be what it is to to have the payoff for for the, their war. I'm thinking this is it. Like I'm thinking after this match, you know, Pat might go away for a little bit. Um, I, I I don't think he's going to be gone for good. I think he'll be back, but you know, I don't I don't see him being a recurring person on a, on NXT with the way he's been. Um. But I could be wrong on that too. I know you'd be real happy if he stuck around. Uh, <laughs> I know he's not your cup of tea. I don't, I don't mind him. Yeah, you know, my whole thing is yeah, I think he's good in there. I me, I just don't put the title on him. <laughs> That's my only thing against whatever we we discuss it. No, he, he's good enough for what he's doing. Nothing more. But the argument for doing it, which I laid out, is it like it's automatic. It's just automatic heat if you do it. They will never do it, but no. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm still interested to see if anything comes about from Balor being the one that brought Undisputed Era back. Is that was that just? Them trying to pop a rating, having Balor come back, and then you have you, you know him bring out the Undisputed Era, Probably. or they work together going forward. Is there something where it turns into you know him putting out there that that art piece of him, Adam Cole, and AJ Styles as the new club? So like, I don't, I would not want to see them break up Undisputed Era. To me. I think it's one of those groups that you just keep together. They work so well together. Um, there was a lot of chatter last night and a lot of talk on where you rank them as far as an all-time faction. Okay. Um, you know, are they are they DX? Are they NWO? Are they Four Horsemen level um, as far as faction goes? You know, we can have that discussion another day. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, something got to something got to happen you got you got to have a bigger 
you got to back you got to have a bigger storyline coming out of the pay-per-view than you did going in i i think that we're going to see i'm thinking kind of playing off a of survivor series a little bit that maybe you will see something that you know finn's still you know probably on the sidelines for a few more weeks maybe we'll see whoever wins whether it's undisputed era or the kings that whatever winning team maybe they have to fight each other in a fatal four way or something and the winner of that match gets a title shot. Um, and when's Cross coming back? He should be ready to go. They yeah they've been saying that you know he's in the performance center training so, I, so I mean, I are they are they holding him off and, are they are they holding him off until Balor's healthy and ready to go and then that's your you know your title feud because he didn't get a run with the belt. He got hurt whenever he won the strap. So, um, I'm sure we're going to see a, a rematch. Uh, I'm sure we'll see somebody uh, challenge Baylor before that. Um, so I was actually looking up the past few War Games matches. So Undisputed Era is now this will be their fourth War Games match. Yeah, they've been in every one. Yeah, they they won the first one and then they've lost the last two. So they're one in three at War Games. They're definitely winning on Sunday. Uh, yeah, I think that I don't see them getting an L three times in a row, and I think they're just typing them up right now. Even with even though that package didn't hit, I think even that package makes it seem like they're putting them over more. But that package also, on the flip side of that coin, that package also makes me feel like something's going to happen to where, you know, we we see the the dissension and the breakup. You know, that was all hype and love for for Undisputed yeah. Era and what they've done and you know how they've been since they've got there, since they came in, the brotherhood, the the love that they share amongst each other and you know how it's deeper than just you know four wrestlers together, their their family and so on and so forth. Um But they're definitely winning. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Like I, I would be shocked if they lose this match. And maybe and maybe that's what happens. Maybe they lose and then that's what starts the dissension amongst the four of them because they lose and then afterwards they're looking around at each other like I can't we lost to these four guys. <laughs> we lost to a, a punter, you know, Oni and Danny who haven't done anything up until now. And and Pete Dunn who, you know, I know wrestling's an upper body business, but that dude last night walking down that ramp, he must have had the skinniest legs I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and on top of that, he had on skinny pants, and it just made it look even worse. <laughs> kind of like Lesnar. They both skip leg day. Yeah, it looked like he was going to, like, if he stepped wrong, he was going to, you know, break his leg. Oh, let's not see another, another Ridge Holland again. I don't need to see that twice in the same year. All right, so we both have uh, Undisputed Era winning. To be determined if we see any anything uh, special happen in this match, any swerve, whatever. Um, anything else before we wrap up the prediction show here? What did you think? This is this has nothing to do with the pay per view. Just jumping because it just popped back into my head when we were talking earlier about the the go home show last night. What did you think of the the video package or the video segment with uh, Boa and Zia Lee? I think I missed that. You didn't see it with the Chinese water torture they did? 
No, I think I missed that. Oh, you got to go back and watch it. Um, I got major Lucha Underground vibes. Okay. Like how Lucha, uh, you know, how Lucha Underground was known for their back scene, their, their, their backstage storyline segments. And um, it was, it's, it was done really well. It makes me really curious as to who is the, the master that they're serving, um, which they kind of flashed and showed quick, quick shots of, you couldn't make out who it was. It's definitely a woman. Um, so maybe the rumors about it being Karen Q are going to be correct, but it was done really well. Like I, it, it got me hooked on to that storyline and, and want to see where it goes. The, the whole mystery behind this for, for weeks now, you know, I've, I've been interested in. So yeah, I'm sorry I missed that. So yeah, I'll definitely go back and take a look at that tonight. Hey, I mean, we didn't have a live show to do tonight. Nothing like way to way to come prepared. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. I don't know how. Except that. that you you watched the whole show. Except that. Yeah, I don't know if I didn't watch it. I didn't DVR it. I ended up just watching a feed of it online today. So I don't know if maybe it missed on there or what. But <laughs> I can only blame myself. Yeah. Nah, it um. I've enjoyed the other war games, so I'm going to enjoy this. Like I said, takeovers just don't hit the same without a live crowd there. Sure. You know, and the, the whole Capital Wrestling Center thing, I just it doesn't work for me. Like, I don't know what they were trying to do with that and, and talk about, like, going back to their, their roots and stuff whenever they announced it and everything else. But to me, it was just like a name change for a name change. Yeah, that's all it is. So, main roster has Thunderdome. They are the Capital Wrestling Center. That's all it is. And then, from what I understand, that because they don't pick fans out for NXT, from what I heard, they just recycle the footage from Raw and SmackDown for the for the like the LED screens. Yeah, for the NXT crowd. Yeah, it's not it's not live people there. Yeah, it's like why even do it? Yeah, it's not because I I tweeted that out whenever they first started doing it. I'm like. I forget what match it was, but there was stuff going on and there was like no reaction from anybody at all. And I'm like, right. why is nobody reacting to this? Like, this is like, you, you should see people like doing stuff on their screen, whether it's clapping or cheering or whatever, like nothing. And then that's whenever I found out that it's not actually live people. It's just that, you know, the same people, on the screens that were on Raw and SmackDown. So the timing was off as far as, you know, them doing something in, in the ring and getting a reaction from the people. It doesn't make sense at all. But I don't think I have anything else to cover for, for Sunday's war games. How about you? No, I'm good. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look forward to the show. I'm going to watch it. Um, you know, besides the the two war games matches, not a whole lot to to get excited for. Um, we'll see how it turns out. You know, maybe it'll be better than than what I'm expecting. Um, war games matches are definitely going to get a long a, lo- a lot of time, so look for that to take up you know majority of your pay per view. Absolutely, and then and then go from there. Do you feel? Do you feel they'll kick off the show with a War Games match? 
I don't. Um, I think this is gonna, this will be one that it goes back to back, but it could happen. So I, if if I had to bet, I think they would. I think they're going to put the North American title on first. Okay. Then they'll go. Maybe the strap match. Um, strap match. Women's War Games. Thatcher Champa. And then men's war games. Yeah, that sounds about right. But I could be completely wrong because once they set up the ring, I don't think they'll take it apart and put it back together again. Yeah, because they usually kept them both up and then um, just done the two matches back to back. So I know, like, I remember watching like war games back in the day and that. WCW like do you think the other matches will use the other ring at all during the course of their match some of them have and like in the NXT yeah, a few of them have but it doesn't always you know I think there will at least be one match if I'm looking at the the strap match I think that's going to be confined down to um to one ring but maybe um the North American Championship that could be that could utilize maybe the two rings. All right, we'll see. Um, yeah. With uh, with some little technical difficulties going live for the first time tonight, as you can see in the background, a little blurry with the with the dumb marks logo. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll have to work out that kinks, but uh, not too bad for for making our our first live debut. Yeah, no, I'm happy. So, yeah, shoot us some comments. You know, let us know what you thought of our first live edition. You know, you want to see more of these? Um, maybe we were talking maybe even doing a, a watch-along Sunday 4 takeover. Maybe we can do something like that, too, and, you know, kind of go from there. Yeah, and if you can't read the bottom of the screen, you're a dumb mark. So follow us at the what it says at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> All right, I don't got nothing else. You got anything else? I'm good. Yeah. All right. Well, enjoy the show Sunday. Thanks for tuning in and catching up with your favorite two dumb marks. And uh, until next time, we'll catch you around the way. <laughs>